One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, <laughs> what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gaming Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green, along with my good friend and pal, buddy, old dude, from Madison, John Audius, man. John, how you doing? What's up, Mon? How are you? Man, I'm good, man. Just chilling, checking in for the week since last episode. So, of course, I went and saw this right here. Ooh. Wakanda Forever, baby. Yes, indeed. So, if you haven't seen it, please do. Go check it out, man. It is awesome movie. They have broken all sorts of records in the box office in the last week and from day one to now. Um, but even if it didn't, I would say go see it because it's it is a fantastic movie. They paid great homage to uh, Chadwick Bosman, who passed away since the whole Infinity Saga has been over. And for his, you know, just the way he held himself and they, you know, during that time where you didn't even know until the basically the bitter end that he uh, had stage four cancer and was fighting it and, and all the roles that he played up until then was uh it just runs through my mind like man that's he was putting in some work and not even uh maybe to his co-workers there on sets probably obviously noticed it but obviously us as as uh fans did not know until the bitter end so the movie paid tri great tribute to him um everybody took uh their their the handoff from him and finished off and continued telling the story of black panther and i don't want to Spoiled it for you, but like I said, go see it. It is it is really good, and uh, it's gonna be one of them ones you will buy. You, I say, get it on DVD when it hits the the DVD stands. Probably in a month, <laughs> the way DVDs hit real fast. So, uh, and then I watch the packs front, you know, come back and get a win. And yeah. over time, it gets them boys from Dallas and Mike McCarthy um, on the sidelines. So it was uh, a good. Like, other than you know, I got a great movie, great sports. And after that, I just chilled out, played some Gotham Knights, got into that a little bit, and that's it. What's up, Sergeant Maul, JF Cake? How y'all doing? Uh, he said, please don't talk about I'm going this week. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to give up. No, I'm just saying, great movie. Go see it. I'm pretty sure you were pertaining My to favorite it. was when you Black didn't Rats. expect right near the end of that movie. When I watched it, too, at the very okay. end when they find out the big C. <laughs> just kidding. Just trying to ruin it for <laughs> oh, you made, you, made it, hey, you made it sound real to me, John. I was like, oh, man, he's about to kill JFK right now. <laughs> You're probably like, oh, wait, you did see it? No, right. I'm, just, I'm totally joking. I haven't yeah. seen it. But I'm on Black Panther, those box office records you're talking about. I Googled yeah. it. One hundred eighty million dollars domestically and 330 million dollars globally that is from wild. november that 11th to the 13th wow so four days four days of uh and launch day was uh their biggest they broke a record there right they matched uh, uh dr strange multiverse of madness their day one i believe they actually yeah. matched them and passed them a little bit <laughs> In fact, I've got some numbers from the Hollywood Reporter. The right. previous, now this is November, biggest November debut. So if you're just looking at months, right. the previous November record was in 2013 with the Hunger Games catching fire, $158 million. Mm -hmm. So they got up to 180. So they trounced the previous record for most uh, sales in November as well. Oh, nice. Wow. I mean, 
Like I said, they, they they put their foot in it again. They, you know, that's what you say when you somebody's cook up a good recipe. They put their foot in it. That's what that's what Marvel. That's what all the writers and directors, the actors, did to this movie from start to finish. Now, and I, I downloaded the soundtrack from Apple, um, iTunes. And soundtrack is great. It's more. It's a different. I mean, it's a big. It's a different feel from the first album because the first album was introducing Black Panther to. To Marvel Cinematic Universe and then to the Infinity Infinity Saga. And so it was more like, you know, boom, I'm on the scene. This is Black Panther. So it was more rap. And I think Kendrick Lamar was the director of the soundtrack album. And I'm not, I think maybe Rihanna was of the second one, or she was part of it. She has like three or four songs on this album. So the album tone is a little bit more mellow, obviously, because the passing of Black Panther in the movie, but then also in real time with uh Chadwick Bosman. So the the soundtrack is it's good it's just different style than obviously with Neymar and his background it has a lot of Latino flair a lot of it's pretty cool album so check that out too along with checking out the movie so what else that you've been going on for you John has been going on sorry about that um you know I was uh before I talk a little bit about me how about we talk a little bit about bet online oh yeah because um they are sponsors yeah, so- because <laughs> they're sponsors of this podcast absolutely so bet online is hold on i can't find the the right hold give me a second <laughs> go to go to bet online there you yeah. go basketball's back you got it you uh, i don't know i want me i'll take it from here okay i, I lost it, it yeah. so. oh that's all good so basketball's back and bet online remains our number one source for all your sports betting needs this season so you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player game player news and game trends at BetOnline as your continued source of all the sports wagering information. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. I wonder what the giveaways are. We got to find the giveaways out, John. We got to figure that out or find that out. So always the fastest, easiest way to bet all your favorite sports events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, and even esports, John. So head to BetOnline ag to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with the first deposit make sure to use the promo code bleav to receive your awards john bet online where the game starts so where did your week start after last week's show john <laughs> uh so i was this weekend it was uh I'm broadcasting uh volleyball and basketball games. Mm-hmm. so i was i was friday game win saturday game win sunday oh. game win and uh, I took my daughter to all of them. So she got to join and, and see all the behind the scenes stuff. And it was pretty fun. And even at the at the basketball game I was doing on Saturday, the official mm-hmm. during a timeout handed my daughter who was sitting behind me courtside uh, the ball to hold just until, you know, the dead ball was done. It was time to play right. again. So she got to hold like the ball the players were using. She passed it back to the official. So it was a very nice gesture by that referee. And it's very, really fun weekend. Really oh, okay. yeah nice nice oh i saw also tailgated with my neighbors which was cool that was Ooh. fun I haven't, I haven't tailgated in a while and it was like you know good drink good food yeah. and it was with my neighbors so i'm gonna see them every day so now i know i got a party buddy when i when i want to go tailgate nice <laughs> you know so that was cool that's how i wrapped up my weekend before i watched those boys those packers beat them boys in Lambeau Field here. Hey, so by the way, I I wrote off the Green Bay Packers. Like I I'm said, pretty sure a lot of people have. Yeah, I said, <laughs> okay, it's done. They're 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 done. They're not gonna. It's not gonna. You have to go on an eight game winning streak to get to eleven wins. Like it's done. Just get over it. And and now they come back and they have that win. Christian Watson looks like a, a legit threat at wide receiver. 
and they ran the ball a lot and that helped them, you know, to a victory. And all of a sudden I'm like, well, maybe they can go on a run. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. So hopefully they get this surge right now, which they need, obviously, because we're going into play. These are the playoff months right now where you make your mm-hmm. stake in the ground. Like, all right, we're going to playoffs. We got to win these games. And these are the games from now until the till December, basically. And now January, since we have 17 games, these are the games you must win if you are on that bubble. And we know the Packers are on that bubble of being, being popped or either expanding into the playoffs. So let's get to these news bites here uh, for the show. And so I found this pretty cool one. Checking in on what Xbox, I say, and most companies have been put in line since COVID and the year of social injustice in 2020. So first, Xbox uh, transparency report shows over 7 million enforcements uh, over the last six months. So in, in reading this article, so basically, and give you the definition, it says Microsoft has published its first Xbox transparency report detailing the action it takes to protect players from inappropriate behavior, misconduct, and more of its uh, more more on its platform. So for many years, the company has included its uh, moderation effects to uh, efforts on Xbox within its biannual digital safety content report. But now the company will create a game specific report so it can go into deep more detail uh, of what is doing in the space. So right there, Dave McCarthy, the general manager of Xbox product services. So thank you, um, Gabe Biz, interviewing David on this um, topic here. So this stems from Microsoft's desire to expand the learnings for previous reports. And so with that, you know, you can finish reading that article, but reading this in terms of myself, it is something to where um, you can report things going on as a gamer. You know, as a gamer, I've said in the stream many a times that I've been in games where it gets real toxic, it's real nasty. And now I could just go to the settings. Once I, if I grab their name, could go to press the button and go to their uh, gamer profile then it says report i could report whatever they said or did and then send in a little message to add on whatever you know make sure i'm making a you know it's like making an insurance claim or i'm reporting them to the popo pretty much so um the popo is xbox so it gets their you know accounts banned or shut down um, on the flip side I, like obviously i don't get um we don't as a if you report it you don't get you know the information back of if, if they did enforce it or not but at least you know you report it and i, I like that feeling you know of itself anyway so here are some stats so it yeah. says here here it are the highlights stats. uh from the report <laughs> for from january through june of 2022 so overall number of enforcement actions 7.31 million dollars or million right there people have been uh enforced actions player account suspensions 4.5 million so that's 67 63% of all enforcements and incidents of content removal so that was 196,000 which is only 3% of uh, the population there and incidents of both content removal and account suspension 2.3 million wow. which is 34% and the only thing is obviously we don't know if that's worldwide if it's just US but it's just interesting to see like it's in the millions there so yeah God, we as we know, it's a lot of people out there, you know, saying and doing things you shouldn't be. So, what you got, John? Seven million accounts yes. were enforced. Four and a half million accounts were suspended. Um, like, yeah. what is the total number of accounts on on for? It's Xbox? great. I, I don't know. I don't know that total number, but whatever that number is, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big percentage, I would assume. I mean, that's to, to, to have people like be 
to have the company go after you and look at say you know somebody reported you and i got deeper numbers in this article too Amon, which i thought were pretty interesting so when looking at enforcements mm -hmm. by policy area these were the most common reasons 4.3 million cheating and or inauthentic accounts mm -hmm. that was the number one reason followed by profanity so it got reported 1 million people enforced for profanity adult sexual content 814,000 harassment or bullying 759,000 so when i see these content enforcements in my mind i'm thinking more of harassment or bullying but 759,000 is that that leading was cheating um and then hate speech 211,000 right so yeah so the question i then ask you is this, so do you believe account suspension is an effective tool in discouraging toxic behavior uh among users chat john what's your, what's your thoughts on that i mean i guess if this if uh, you know I, I guess you'd have to go in and say well what happens when your account gets suspended are you just then done i think you go on like a probation it's like a strike system um because i had friends are gamers that I've played with or try to play with. And I found out there like one, I remember one guy I met long ago, a few years ago, a while back, probably like five years ago at a con. And I say, Hey, yeah, man, give me your gamer tag. Let's play online together. Let's do some things. And we did. And then uh, he got like, I, every time I try to send him a request, I couldn't get, he couldn't accept it. And then he, he sent me a message. Hey man, I just got banned for, for, I was like, for what? He said profanity basically. And this was five years ago. This is before COVID. So um, I was like, what are you doing? He said, and then, I said, how long have you been doing this or how long is your suspension? And he said, oh, I'll probably be gone off a long time because this is like my third strike. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he said, I get so frustrated with, uh, with you know, people I play with and I just go off and I can't stop it and I get reported. And I'm like, oh, OK, so I believe it's a strike system. The longer, the more the more times you you know strike out, um, the longer your suspension. And Eeyore says that they say it's about 100 million active Xbox accounts. So wow. there you go. So a roughly 7% then with the 7 million were reported. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Um, I don't know. It seems like a really high number. I guess I guess 7% when you look at it like that isn't that high. I don't know. I mean, even Eeyore chimes in. He said he had a suspension for seven days. So maybe it affects a lot of people. But right. then harassment, bullying, and hate speech combined for about a million um, enforcements. Right, right. So, so out of that 7 million, a million of them were harassment or hate speech yeah so uh to carry on with proactive so being proactive which xbox is trying to do by doing this so as a result of autom um, automation hold on let me finish where we at. as a result of automation uh, and the introduction of two hat january to june saw nine times more pro proactive moderation than in the same period last year so xbox shared further more for numbers for you john more numbers so number of proactive enforcements here uh, versus reactive so uh, January through July of 2022, so it was 4.78 million um, compared to 22.5 million there. And then through July to December of 21, um, 461,000 compared to the 4.2.2 there. And in January through June of 21, 533,000 compared to the 3.4 million of the reactive. And through the and last one here, January, July through December of 2020, 398,000 to 3.9 million again and then down to the stats of adult sexual 199,000 fraud which obviously is a thing with text messaging that we get but also on these accounts too 87,000 harassment or bullying 54,000 and profanity there at 46,000 so 
another question for you, John, in chat. So do you believe Xbox releasing this uh, transparent, you know, transparency report every year, every six months is a good thing or how can help that can help change uh, the way gamers play and communicate between each other? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. I think anytime you have moderation on which essentially is like a what a social media platform, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're meeting with other people there. I think the the you know, if you can become really efficient with, and that's what Elon Musk is trying to do with Twitter right now. He's mm -hmm. trying to figure out like, how do we stop all these accounts from just being jerks basically? Um, so I think it's, it's very difficult. And if they're transparent about it and if it's easy for users and if it's actually working, then they're doing a good job. Right. Right. That's what I feel too. So it's just uh, helping, I said with gamers like myself who are just want to, you know, go in there, have a good time, get some time in, play Halo, play Madden, whatever. Now you got a tool. You know, and I say every for everyone, use it. I think I've been preaching that since a, um, since a couple of years ago to use that that profile, go to that profile. Somebody's being toxic because this is what we do as a group to discourage that. And uh, so we have fun gaming time. So we don't have these miserable uh, times where we're not having fun um, when people are saying things they shouldn't be saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, John? You what, know what you're I'm saying? saying? <laughs> All right, and so let's get up to some fun stuff here. So we got the Game Awards coming up here in a few weeks. Okay, here December eighth. So this is the kind of like the Oscars for video games, John. And, okay. uh, and so these are the nominees. These are all the categories and nominees. So I'm not gonna go through all of them. I'll just pick some of the bigger ones. Like obviously, Game of the Year will be a big one. Let's go to Game of the Year there. Let's see. I, that's my vote. I placed on there. But as you see, you see play. To a Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring was one game we talked about. I mm -hmm. voted God of War, Ragnarok, of course, because that is my game. But another one that I did like is uh, Horizon Forbidden West and Stray. There, look what's there at the second to last. I know Stray, the cat game, <laughs> the cat game we talked about. Hey, I told you, man. People, I know so many cat people in the world. I'm pretty sure those people have this game, and if they don't, I'm gonna tell them about it. Say, so get this game, so you can really have some fun. You thought you thought being a cat person was awesome already now it's, it's just took a step up with this game um and xenoblade chronicles 3 i know i know some i think er is a bit it might be somebody has played that game i know that game is uh probably in his neighborhood especially being a mom and pop game stop there so th this is a big one there it's gonna be interesting so the game awards is december 8th out of los and los angeles so Check it out here. So we'll hit another category. You see, what's another category? Pick a category. Um, let's go with best multiplayer. Bottom right. Bottom right, right there. Who you think? Who we got? Here's the nominees. There's my vote. You see my vote up there. Okay. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two, Multiverses in there. Yeah. Overwatch Two, Split Splatoon, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Shredders Turtles. Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredders Revenge. By tribute games and uh, Dotimo. Dope, dope I kind of want to play that yes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I didn't know it was a multiplayer. I know like the old school one was, but I know it was like multiplayer and combat and competition. So sweet, good games there. So that's gonna be a tough one though. I mean, I think Call of Duty. That's why I voted because they just they always putting out that game every year and everybody knows that game. Um, we got Ren we got Renaissance says in here. Multiverse might win that one. It is a good one though. I played it. I don't know if you played it. It's free to download, John, too. Um, and so a lot of these games are becoming that way. I know the uh, Warzone for Call of Duty is free to download. So 
Check that out. All right, let's check. Let's, let's pick one more, then we can get off to your get on to your stories, John. Pick one Ooh, more. Let's um let's see here. Best. How about uh, they have fighting games on the left hand side, yep. uh, esports athlete, esports team at the bottom. Yeah. Which one? Oh, geez. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Best fighting. Best fighting game. Boom. All right. And I picked multiverses. This was a tough one for me because I play Sifu as well. Mm-hmm. And I have that on my PlayStation 5. And that is a fun game. It's basically, we talked about it when we had it on game releases, where it's a game where uh, you you only have one life. So you got to basically fight through the whole map of every stage. And obviously, if you die, and when you die or when you get knocked down, you age. So you start at 21 years old or 18, and then you age through on how much damage you take in. So eventually, you end up dying if you get all the way to like 70 or 80 like once you get to in the 70s you're you're pretty much dead because they, 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 i think they're believing like ain't no seven-year-old gonna beat up no 18 year old <laughs> so but it's a fun game it's a fun game so we got metaverses as well or metaverses the king of fighters what's that 14 i think that xb or 15 or 20 or 19 i don't know if my roman numeral definition is on point there uh jojo's bizarre Adventure, uh, All-Star, Battle Royale, and DNF Duel, which is a game I haven't heard, but looks pretty cool there. So there's some of the nominees for the Game Awards coming up here in a few weeks um, out in Los Angeles. And cool. I think it's, it's going to be pretty cool. And I mean, these you know, these events have been going on for a long time. I just, they're just now obviously becoming more popular and popular. Eventually, we're going to have a big night of it, just kind of like the, the Oscars. And I can't yeah. wait, John. I can't yeah. wait for that to happen. All That's right. going to be cool. I've got a couple of quick stories, uh, yep. Amon. This first one has to deal with dogs playing video games. So I saw, I was like, dogs playing video games. Uh-oh. Apparently, Uh-oh. there's a company called Joypaw that is uh, making video games for dogs, saying that uh, you know this type of training on a video game can help avoid the dog's separation anxiety, oh. fights the risk of dementia as dogs age, kind of like in humans. What? So it's basically a video. There's a video, um, if you scroll down just a little bit, it should be a video right away of these dogs playing this game. And basically they just touch their noses to the screen to try to you know whack a mole really? and then they get treats. Really? And it's I video know. games to your dogs. And these dogs apparently, apparently, according if you keep reading it, um, I believe I was leading it. I might have been reading on another website. But basically, um, during their, oh, here it is. According to Joypod, during their testing phases, dogs kept playing the games even after the session was over and the treats stopped flowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's like playing the video game. Hey, you got to help, help the puppy out. I like it. So dogs playing video games, I thought was pretty cool. Oh man, I think I had oh I had a husky. Oh, there's a husky right there. A husky. I would say a husky would probably be the beast at this game because they're super smart. The nook we had in the nook, uh, and he loved he loved doing. He learned things fast. I'll say that. All right, that's cool, man. What you got? There's that one story. By the way, I love Sergeant Mal Reynolds' comment here. (laughs) Okay, he says now I need to see a dog Twitch streamer. I know that's next level right there. That's the next level (laughs) stuff. Uh, by the way, that that information we were getting was from Nerdist.com. My other quick story, um, Amon, has to do with TikTok. This is scary. This is scary. So I don't I don't know. You know, is this is this is one again one of these stories, Amon, where I think right. you have to really sit down 
and you have to start doing your own research and reading exactly what's going on. But according right. to the director of the FBI, his name is Christopher Ray. He told lawmakers this week that he is, quote, extremely concerned. And I'm getting this information from Metaverse on Twitter or on Instagram, rather. Mm -hmm. He's extremely concerned about TikTok's operations in the United States. And he says they include the possibility that the Chinese government could use it to control data collection on millions of users or control the recommendation algorithm, which could be used for influence uh, operations if they choose mm -hmm. so, or to control software on millions of devices, which gives it opportunity to potentially technically comprise personal devices. So they're afraid of the algorithm that they can show you. They're the afraid of the data, no the data collection that they're going to have. And, and they're worried about influence operations by foreign governments uh, trying to influence masses of people on social media, which we saw in 2016. So I don't know what to think about TikTok. It's scary. I mean, when I when you put this in the running show, I was like, oh man! I started reading it through it. I'm like, oh my god! And I think one of the last one on, on like this where they had the uh, this right here is Snowden on a tweet he put out right here. So it says, just in Mastercard, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and others launch a 12 week experimental digital dollar pilot with the New York Fed. Huh? That means they're gonna be banks gonna be using some type of technology to. Track us oh, even more with our bank accounts. Oh my god, this is this is scary Probably. stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, just keep man. that in mind. I don't know what's going on with TikTok. You hear this in the news every so often about TikTok. At least I see it pop up. But yeah, you've been saying it a lot though. That's one thing I know. I remember you mentioned this. Like, the FBI says, "Hey, we should probably watch this." Is the way I'm, I'm kind of taking this. We better, yeah. We just keep, let's keep our eye on this. You know, we got all this other stuff going on. Where let's keep an eye on this. So uh, we're in a stats. Help me out. So it is XV. Is 15. I know somewhere around there, and, and he wanted best mobile. Let's see here. Let's go back real quick. Oh yeah, go what, to that. Go to that. Let's see what mobile. the best mobile for uh, my man Renaissance here. Hold on, I closed it out. No, I got it. I got okay. it. Boom, got it. there it is. So best mobile right there. They got Marvel Snap is my pick. Apex okay. Legends mobile, Diablo, uh, Jinxing Impact, and Towers of Fantasy. Those are the. Uh, mobile games to be nominated on and you could go to the website create your own profile which uh, you kind of see what i did over there right right there and you can put your votes in um you don't have to obviously be there the event will be live on youtube and i believe twitch as well so i say check it out and you can see a lot of games a lot of fun they got esports athlete esports org of the year and then uh, i think a few days right after that is the esports awards in las vegas so yeah this is the game awards then you have the esports awards, I believe, in Vegas, which I'm gonna try to get out to, John. Okay. Um, December. That'd be awesome. Uh, it's December 12th or the 13th is the night of event, but I think I'm gonna get there on December 12th uh, before. So, the wait, event. so you're gonna be out at these awards? Yeah, uh, not this one. I'm trying okay. to get. I'm. I may go to this one. I don't know. It's December 8th. We're waiting to find out. Um, but if not, I'm definitely. I'm definitely going to the one in Vegas, the esports awards that wow. will be there. That's gonna be so, sweet. Get some yeah. content for the show. Yeah, we can definitely get some good shots. I like yeah. this one, Sergeant Maul, <laughs> with the when the dog uh, when the dogs become a streamer. So we have a famous streamer called Nick Merks. There you go, Nick Barks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, or oh, that was a good one right there. That was a good one right there. What we got up next? Where are we headed to? Oh man, we headed to that conversation already, man. Yeah, let's go. Let's get into the old this or that now. This or that. Hey. Do you have a suggestion for this or that? Do you? 
Well, if you do, just head to our social media or Discord channel and suggest your this or that question. It might make the podcast like your papas did. Yes, indeed. First question up, sour candy or chocolate candy? And this is a fantastic question that I'm going to have to think about, Amon. What do you think? <laughs> um, hmm. If it's the sour candy, like the sour patch kids, I'm a fan. I don't eat a whole lot of chocolate anymore. I have a chocolate uh, protein bar that I eat every now and then. That's a protein bar. It's not really candy. Um, when I do go chocolate, candy, I don't know. I might go, I go peanut M&M's. And I think, so I'm going to go probably sour candy here. I'm going to go sour candy. Sour what about candy. you, John? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to go sour candy too because you get me some of those Sour Patch Kids and oh, start yeah. eating them and I can't stop. Then my yeah. mouth gets all... Come here now, you beach. 89 says Warheads. Warheads. Okay. I think they're a chewy candy. Uh, I think you suck on Warheads, don't you? Is it? Oh, yeah. They're kind of like know. a hard... Are a they hard, hard shell. A hard shell candy. One of Zots are hard. Yeah, and those are kind of a sour candy. I forget about um, warheads. I'll look it up. Sorry, sorry. War, uh, so Sergeant Moss says sour worms are good, but I go, I go with the chocolate. All right, JFK chocolate all day. Uh, they make him. He said the warheads make him cry. <laughs> oh, I think those are hard candies. I'm looking yeah. at a picture. Yeah, yeah, the warheads are super, super sour. Oh yeah, they like pucker your face all up. And I the, think the warheads the, have something on the outside of the package, like some sort of warning. Oh, it does. Did you know Dang. that? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know it had actual warning on that joint. <laughs> I don't know, like how it says eating multiple pieces within a short time may cause temporary irritation to sensitive tongues and mouths. Of course, yeah. You could put down anything like very salty, very sour, very hot. But it because, says it says this may vary from a slight. Oh, I don't know if this is still a warhead. Yeah, this may vary from a slight irritation to a severe reaction. Oof. I think you. I think I had a severe reaction with one of my players. We went to a Middle Eastern restaurant in the Sheboygan area, and the spicy level went from one to ten, and I got a seven. Woof! I would it was not some. Do it that. was some. It was some reaction going on there. This was <laughs> last Friday. Wow. It was a, my tongue was reacting to that that uh, spiciness of the what I got the chicken masala or something like that. It was really good. I like spicy though. I like it though. All right, next one on the list. Okay, uh, Big B says super speed or telekinesis. Hmm. hmm. So what is telekinesis? Is that what you uh, people mind? Yeah, that's and move things. You can oh, move you things. can move things. Yeah, it's uh, Carrie. So Carrie, you know how she can move things, and she ended up killing people at the prom. There you go. <laughs> I hate to put that uh, example out there, but that's telekinesis right there. Telekinesis. Jean Grey. of motion and objects. Yep. Jean Grey from X-Men. Jean Grey had that okay. power. Yep. Huh. Moving things, baby. Yep. You he nailed it. Yep. So where you at, John? Uh, Moving I'm things or super fast? Hmm. I think I'm going to go super speed. Super speed? Wow. Yeah. Well, because, you know, we, there's a, that, that scene, I think it's in X-Men, where the one guy who's running really fast, everything slows down, and he's like yeah. in a kitchen or something. You guys remember, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, that was, uh, God, that was in uh, X-Men First Class. Okay. When they and went I, back in time. Yeah, and he's like, just everything's so Wait. slow for him that he's so quick. There he think, is. Right so there. he just casually like moves out of the way of bullets or whatever. I like that idea. I'll go super yeah. speed. So that's Quicksilver. 
That's uh, ER helped you out there. Quick okay, story. thank you. And then ER will be super speed as well. I think I'm going to go super speed as well, too, because you can actually you go fast enough because we've seen it in comic books with the flash. You can then go back in time. You create a paradox or you time travel. All right. Good stuff there. Yeah. Jean Grey, yes, is not is a telekinesis. That's what, yep. Yeah, she's uh, she goes ham, though. And she has the mental breakdown. She might she don't she can't decipher between good and bad, too and moving things and crushing people. Um, so I'm going to be super speed right along with you, John. Nice. All right. Next one on the list. Ooh, okay. it's an old school fun one from my man, Eeyore. Eeyore. <laughs> Cobra Commander or Mum? Mumra. 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 You remember, you remember no. Cobra? I know you remember Cobra, Cobra Commander. Mumra, fictional supervillain from uh, Thundercats. Thundercats. Oh, Thundercats! God. Come on. Uh, listen, I here's here's my extent of Thundercats. I had um the main character like uh the Thundercat guy, and it was uh, a, oh uh, Lino, Lino, yes, the main guy. The main and guy. I had his action figure, and that that was the extent of my uh, knowledge of Thundercats. And I just recently <laughs> sold that on eBay like a year ago for like eighty bucks. Which, okay, good. You got a good dollar for it. There you oh, go. Oh yeah kept it nice oh, probably didn't play funny. with it that much he said he said the lead guy the guy <laughs> i'll go awesome. with cobra commander because at least that's from gi joe right yeah yep you got okay it. i'll go cobra commander yeah uh yeah i mean i like mamra i mean not that i didn't like them either because they're villains as a kid i did not like i just thought they were maybe cool um cobra commander is a little punk though <laughs> he was like starscream if you remember starscream from transformers he was always trying to talk stuff behind people's back and then he gets beat up. So and Mumra, he was about he was a little bit about that life. So I'm gonna go Mumra. He looked, he was a little bit more hardcore uh uh when uh when he was fighting out. So I'm gonna go Mumra. He's, He's an undead bit. evil sorcerer bound to the servitude of four malevolent godlike <laughs> entities known as the ancient spirits of evil. That's what his bio says. Oh God! Oh wow! I didn't know all that. I knew he was like the. I knew he had paranormal stuff going on with him. Uh, JFK says, "Uh, tough," but he says Cobra. He says Cobra Commander there. Another Cobra Commander for Cobra Commander and Starscream. Hey, they were some punks. They would get set in place real quick, real quick. All right, these last two one is fun ones here. These okay. one is from one is from me. But the first one is from, I think, Sergeant Maul here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, rather have all your text messages posted on the internet or all of the photos on your phone. <sighs> photos on the phone. Mm. Where you sure. I mean, that already gets posted to the internet. Basically. Well, yeah, most it's, of it's, photos. it's the but cloud. But all your photos. But all your photos. Right. All my photos go to the cloud. My iPhone storage is, or my That's cloud true. Stupid Apple account is big enough, keeps getting full. And they're like, right. buy more. I'm like, no, I will be holding out. I will not be spending two dollars a month. Apple. Oh god. Okay. Um, but Man, yeah, I'll is... go with uh, photos. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. This is a tough one. Um, <laughs> I might have to go your route, just the photo, because some of them are already there. Um, and it won't be much, you know, much, nothing crazy, because I got dog photos that I may not post it. I forgot to post. Or some of the business stuff I do, I forgot to post. That's about it. So I'll go photos. Text messages, you are basically saying, hey, everyone, read my personal conversations. Yeah. Like, read read what's going on in my head with other people that I know. Like, what? Get out of here. <laughs> True. You don't get to see that or nah. read that. 
Yep. So JOK says, text, man, don't look at my photos. So he's the other way. He don't he don't he, he don't mind the photos. Or he, he wants his text messages to be protected. So Eeyore says, cuz I mess with bots and spoofs. Okay, Dude, are, how? In yeah, what way? How can yeah, you mess with them? Do you just, that's what I want to know. What do you do? What do you do, Eeyore? You're a clever guy. I know you do something funny. All right. Sergeant Maul says, oh, my photos are 90% accidental shots and dog photos. Oh, like the uh the but like a butt dial, you know, you yeah. actually you're you because I do that sometimes because you know you can hit the home button and the, one of the volume buttons to take a picture and I've done that mistake. Oh yeah, and I go on my phone look at pictures after the week is gone by and I'm like, what is that looks like my pocket? What what did I do that there? So yeah, I know what you're talking about there. And here go Eeyore. He says I make up stories and try to turn the conversations around on. Them. <laughs> I told you he was clever, didn't I say that? The, yeah. I, I kind of I, I like that because uh, at my previous job, there would be like all these scam calls always into the main telephone line. So I would yes. sit there and sometimes, you know, doing work and I'd get a phone call, I'd be like, OK, it's a scam. And I'd answer it and they'd tell me, like, there's something there's a virus on your computer. And my favorite thing to do was to be like, oh, are you kidding me? There's a virus. Oh, crap. What do I have to do now? And they're like, so, OK, yeah. sir, go to here, 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 here. I'm like, OK, but it's not working. And I'm just wasting their time. Because they're wasting your time. Exactly. So I'm like trying, I'm making him believe that I'm following all his instructions and he's going to have access to my computer any minute now. And then I'm like, man, you realize I know what's happening. And then they usually swear at me and hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely, lovely. Uh, JFK says, I don't communicate properly so they can see my texts from the politicians. I've got so many politician texts this year. Oh. I think because I voted like a couple of years ago, and then now I'm just getting—I'm just in reign control of that vision, of that getting those uh, dim West West Dems, Wisconsin Democrats, and then Republican text messages crazy. And Renaissance says Samsung has a feature where you can wave your palm across the screen, and it will take a screenshot. I think I've seen that in a commercial. Yeah, accidental shots are very easy with Samsung phone. Oh yeah, that's gonna that would happen with me so much. So many times. All right. Last one on the list of today. And this one is from me, John. Okay. There you go. Ooh. Would you rather have perpetual headaches or sore throats? Oh, Amon. It's mm. a great question. Um, great question. Because people hate both. Okay. I, I'm going to say this because I'm going to try to stay consistent to what I always say when I get sick. Okay. Right. So when I get sick and you have a sore throat that is awful, like it to me, I can't. Like all I can do is just focus on the pain. <laughs> like there's nothing you can do because you swallow, you want to drink something. It's always there. Um, oh, yeah. Now I'm, I'm sure obviously headaches can be very debilitating, right? Headaches can get very. so bad that you can't even do anything except lay in the bed. Um, but I'm going to go sore throat simply because if you have a really nasty sore throat, man, to me, it's just the worst. I would rather feel sick, like nauseous <clears> than have that sore throat, at least. I don't know. The sore throat is just the worst feeling to me. It's just like someone stabbing you with a knife. Yeah. Well, I will go sore throat easy. I just won't talk. I just try to talk less. You know, even if I have to talk, because as we do the podcast, I would get myself ready, drink some tea, lemon all night long to let help fight it. But a headache? Oh my god, no. Headaches are like you said, debilitating. I had used to get them. I got them from age eleven to about thirteen. So almost two years I was getting these migraines just for I don't know why. You know, my mom blamed them on a, a tree that was at my school that was in the play in the in the in the you know playground. 
mm-hmm. that I might have been allergic to, you know, the flowers blooming. Sure. And, yeah. you know, as a kid, I'm like, okay. I'm like, she's like, don't go near that tree. Were you by that tree today when, you know, you got that? I'm like, you know what? I was, you know, so maybe it was that. I don't know. But it put me down for weeks or, you know, two, three days on the weekend. My weekend be done. Um, so, but eventually after two years, I don't know if I grew out of it, or my body adjusted, but something stopped. But the headache, those headaches, those migraines were real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would take a sore throat right there. And we have Renaissance says, speaking of headaches, he said, did you see the college football player get hit in the helmet and he couldn't walk to walk, couldn't walk to 10 minutes afterwards? No, I did not see that. I didn't see this either. No, I hope, I hope he's OK um, with that, because we know how all that stuff is going on now. in NFL. Wait, which which team was that? Send me the team. I'd love to know that story. It was, it was Renaissance. Let us know the team so we can look it up. <clears throat> By the way, did you see speaking of that? Because I Googled college football hit helmet. Uh, that was my search terms in the moment. <laughs> and it, did you see Nebraska? player try to hurdle yes i saw that that was and he got weeks. right yeah. into the crotch in the, the crotch junk area helmet. in the junk area just say junk <laughs> that's all i say when people try to just say junk you know what you mean. and junk. it's not a bad word it's not a bad word it explains the whole premise of what you're trying to refer to junk hmm. there you go all right it's uh now we finished with that john let's head over to some fun game releases man release the games it's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. All right, John, you're up first here, buddy. Okay, what's the first one we got here? We got your Pokemon. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So once again, just to explain um, the way I pick these games, Amon sends out the text message. I usually just pick the game based on what I think sounds the coolest. Um, and I know there's a lot of Pokemon people out there. I'm not a big pokemon fanatic me um, neither but, i'm learning I'm yeah learning. but uh it's a uh, pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet are upcoming 2022 role-playing games um so you can get that uh it's developed by nintendo i'm trying to get the the price you can buy the double thing at gamestop the double pack for 120 dollars. oh man yeah them uh this special editions get real yeah that's what i was thinking oh my gosh um, so I don't know, Pokemon Scarlet, uh, let's see if I learn new details about, uh, the three Pokemon from which you'll choose your first partner along with wonderful new Pokemon, including the legendary Pokemon. I'm going to destroy the names Coradon and Maradon. So I don't know. I guess you just learn about Pokemon. If there's a big Pokemon character and I'm not doing this justice, I understand this, a uh, big Pokemon fan rather, um, it's a generational game for sure. Yeah, you're getting it. Why why can't you wait, Jeff Cake? What's the biggest reason you want that to want to see this new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Well, Renaissance says here is my birthday, so tomorrow I'm spoiling myself with the new Pokemon. Hey. There you go. That's a good Happy reason. Happy birthday. Man, my, my, my wife's birthday is on Friday. We're gonna have big fun this weekend. <clears throat> or maybe not no Pokemon fun, but uh and then JFK also mentions the $130 double pack. I think he, yep. while you were talking, that went in there. So he already knows. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is a generational thing. Pokemon been popular among, I say, the 30-somethings and below. And I think I might just get it just to start understanding why they love it so much, John. Uh, that's, what, yeah. that's what that's what I kind of been picking on. Because my son, he's he's 28. Yep. And he, this is he is on that Pokemon, the Pokemon mobile app. 
searching for Pokemons in the neighborhood, in the snow, when he, <laughs> everywhere he's going out. He, he just go out. He just go. It'd be twelve o'clock at night. I'd be like, where, "Where are you going?" He's like, "Oh, I'm going back catching Pokemon." I'm like, "It's midnight." <laughs> you remember when everybody was doing that that one summer? Yep. Like, it was 2016. It was a summer because I did it for about a month. Yeah. Uh, everybody be outside and they'd be walking around with their phones and you'd see them and and like, probably people get Pokemon. hit by cars or something or probably into a ditch. Probably people aren't paying attention. It says ER says, "Well, it mixes up all the games now: Pokemon Go." Atrius and regular Pokemon. Oh, okay. So that's making a big deal. So you got a lot of games in one. Yeah, Pokemon one, Go. One last note on this. According to the website, <clears throat> um, the Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet are the first open world RPGs in the Pokemon series. Mm. As you enjoy the hallmarks of the series, meeting, teaming up with, battling, training, and trading Pokemon, you'll be able to immerse yourself in a newly evolved adventure. Right. Very fun. And then like JFK said, it might be a new esports game. Maybe big question mark, question mark, question mark. The competitive field is huge. So there we go, man. Pokemon, right. Scarlet, and Violet. Right. I like how they always use colors. I like how they do that. All right, next one on the list for you. I'm really excited for this next one. It's called Goat Simulator 3. Oh my God. I got a niece that I know she she, she played one to really? death. Every time I go visit my brother and she's playing this game so i really know, she's playing yes, the goat simulator all the time all, first yeah i didn't know they had three of them <laughs> wow that's awesome <clears throat> i i heard goat simulator three and i'm like okay i'm i'm in let's see what's I'm going in. on i gotta i gotta find out about this uh -oh, we're so goats it's simulator three uh oh is it working yeah this is buffering it's buffering it's an upcoming action video game and the sequel to goat simulator wait Goat Simulator 3 is a sequel to Goat Simulator, but it's not called Goat Simulator 2. Huh. Does that they make skipped, Oh, no, ER said they skipped 2. They skipped they skip 2, two. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that oh. makes sense then, I guess. They it seems weird. Three. You can't do that. So this is the GoatSimulator3.com um, webpage. Is this not working? Do you want me to try? Oh, oh here we go. It. There it, it is. is. Goat Simulator 3. Watch this. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch or any other uh, social media, is a brand new third-person sandbox adventure game in which you get to become the literal goat. <laughs> hey, what's funny to me is the way his tongue just hangs out of his mouth. It just swapping out. This is pretty cool, actually. Like, I understand why you said your niece was playing this. Is that what yes. you said? She was doing all this crazy stuff just like this right here. I get it. You're goats. And I wonder if they pass out. You know how some goats faint and they just... They do that. Yes, they do that. They do oh, pass out. That's he funny. Just blew a, he just blew a hole in the dam with a goat. God bless. So the, oh, the description goes on to read, just like the first goat simulator, you will need to headbutt, lick, and triple jump your way across <clears> the giant uh, the I giant island of San Angora, this time with all new areas, challenges, and events to discover but Amon, what is life as a goat without friends to explore with? Goat Simulator 3 will let Boring. you gather a herd Boring. of friends to wreak havoc on the world together. So you and your friends can go play as goats together. Amon, Goat Simulator 3, I, I'm starting to get really into this right now. Man, uh, come come here now. Beach 89 says it is the furry version of GTA Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I gotta agree with that because I watched my niece play that thing. That's funny. And she is jumping off the top rope, as you saw in some of those pictures in that or some of the scenes in that video. She is doing crazy things. Shoot, 
shooting people, knocking people down. I'll be like, this is what you do in this game? I'm like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. And she's just cracking up. Now she, She's older now, so I don't know if she's still she – I don't know if she's too cool for school or she still plays that. You know how kids grow up. They're like, oh, that was kitty stuff. I'm a teenager now, so hopefully next time I see her, she – I hope she's still playing this because that's big fun right there. Yeah. Now it's not on Switch, so I don't have it. So and it's not <clears> on Steam yet either. So dang it. I have my list of games I want to get multiverses, Call of Duty to uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and now Goat Simulator 3. Right. Comes and then, to, yeah. I like this with Renaissance. And imagine the sadness of getting something called Goat Simulator <laughs> because they use the word goat so much and finding out that it's neither Michael Jordan or Tom Brady in it. <laughs> Put up. This is over. That is a true statement. That word is overused. You could be man. They start naming little kid. Oh, he's the goat of spitballing. I'm like, no, man, stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. And I'll tell you what. Back in you know, goat's been popular for a while now. That term, right? Yes. But when it first started coming, making a comeback, I would say what a decade ago, maybe more. About a decade is right. About a decade. Ten years ago. I remember in the moment thinking. Why are we doing this? Why are we bringing goat to the mainstream? Because in my back in my day, goat meant that you were the goat, like you All did something fame. wrong, yeah. like you were the goat. Oh, of the yeah, game. yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. It was a so this is a very confusing time, like a decade ago, for people my age. Like you'd hear goat and you'd go, But well, that's not good. Goat is bad, it's always been the goat of the game. So was, I don't know. It was Renaissance says I prefer goat being spelled G-O-T-E, greatest of their era. Mm, okay. We might need to start that hashtag that out there. I like that Renaissance because then we don't get in this 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 debate Confusion. about Jordan Confusion. or LeBron or something. We're like, listen, they both there's no awesome. debate. I don't know why that's even a debate. Well, it's, I, I don't even like to make it a debate of mine. I like to just say, listen, Jordan was awesome, LeBron was awesome. Why can't we just appreciate them instead of trying to nitpick them and compare them all the time like celebrate both don't try to take one down you're taking yeah. down greatness yeah that's all greatness and good right yeah. it's like it's like when people say oh i hate when you like when tom brady's at the patriots oh i hate tom brady and the patriots because they win i'm like what if it was your team winning though why 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 hate them you know you would love it exactly just love it it's all good yeah. although i mean brady just separated himself over True. everyone by like every measurable statistic 100 percent so <laughs> but one, one place where there is no love is the game i'm talking about i got here i'm bringing got? up on the slate here it is called the dark uh hold up where's the name oh the dark pictures anthology the devil in me you know i love horror games john oh yeah you know all so it says welcome to the dark pictures the Dark Pictures Anthology is a series of standalone branching cinematic horror games from the studio behind Until Dawn. I don't know if you played that game. It's like a zombie game, John. Fun game. Uh, that is easy to pick up and play in short sessions. So it kind of reminds me of uh, the quarry I just played back a few months ago. So it's kind of like you have a character, you, do, you make decisions to kind of take you to the next decision. If you make the wrong decision, you might end up dead or what have you so it's those are the new fun games that out like you know horror games so both alone with friend or with friends the devil in me is the fourth game in the series of the um and marks of the season one finale so a group of documentary filmmakers received a mysterious phone call invited them to a modern day replica 
of a serial killer H.H. Holmes murder castle. Um, I won't be going on that trip, just letting you know. I'll play the game, but it is an opportunity that is too good to pass up and could be just the thing they're looking for to win so much needed public interest. So, John, if you get a fan, a random phone call inviting you to a modern day murder castle, yeah, don't go. Okay. But in this visit to the video game, go check it out. It's out now. It came out. Hey. It's so funny. I go from like goats and teaming up with your friends to play goats, and then you've got like this. I bring in my my devil worshiping a murder house. So it says, Welcome to Murder House. Um, And there's nothing is as it seems. So, and the amenities are to die for. You see how they've done that? The amenities are to die for. So check that out. Explore every nook and cranny of the world. Fair Hotel using the new uh, all new season finale features, including character inventory, tool based puzzles, uh, ex- expanded movement actions such as run, jump, and climb. What you couldn't run, jump, and climb before? Oh man, see, they were trying to set you up for failure <laughs> now with running and jumping. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, this is a horror game, and you just now getting, and this is the third installment learning it, get to run and jump. Man, that means you had no life. <laughs> what are you crawling like a baby? That's hilarious. Yeah. It's like, hey, we've figured out this way. Now you can shoot your guns in this video game. <laughs> like, wait a minute. But check it out, man. It's a horror game. You know, it's always fun playing horror because it's practical. But we got this game here. This video Obviously, same as some games that are already out. But it's the Smurfs now. Come on, man. We got the Smurfs driving cars now. We're taking that whole new level. Oh, we got, okay. We got the Smurfs. We got Grandpa. Smurf, we got what well, Smurf fed handy Smurf. Uh, how do you know all the one? Smurf names? Yeah, so you got them drifting. So you got 12 tracks from Smurf universe. So you have the village, you have the forest, the dam, the swamps, and even Gargamel's castle or Gargamel's house. And you got 12 playable Smurfs. I mentioned a few of them Smurf Grandpa. Handy Smurf. I think that's all. I can only name them three for some reason. I used to watch this show religiously. Were you a big fan of this show? Uh, I mean, no. I knew uh, it's, it's not huge, but I, I mean, the Smurfs are the Smurfs. You grew up in a certain era, you know the Smurfs. Heck yeah. 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 So each Smurf has its own cart and very handy special item. Help you breeze past your opponent. So similar to Mario Kart. But I guess people are like, hey, we want other characters, fun, colorful characters that take each other out on the uh, highway there. So you can play solo or with family or friends, up to four players with splits. They got the split screen local multiplayer game mode, game changer right there. So you know what that is. That's co-op couch play right there, buddy. You know what we need to find? You know need to find? And maybe someone listening right now or watching can help out because I, I kind of want – I. So the Smurfs cart thing you're just talking about here made me think like, right? Like everyone just copies Mario Kart, right? You just put your characters in a racing game, and I right. wonder if it's any good. So my point is this, and anybody listening, uh, you can also help us out if you're listening on the podcast version of this after the fact too. But you know how we have Rotten Tomatoes for movies? At least yeah. I can get a sense of the majority of people, you know, like audience score, what they thought of a movie. Yeah. Do we have Rotten Tomatoes for video games? I believe it's. I believe so. You go to uh, IGN, you go to GameStop, and when you go to, I know GameStop, when you go to purchase the game, it'll have a little percentage next to it, next to the price, the description. And then IGN, too, they definitely, so IGN.com, go there. They'll definitely have a rating. Um, uh, 
satisfaction or likability or playability, stuff like that. So hopefully yeah. that should help you out there. We have here. I just wonder what, like, right. you know, yes, like what did. the people say, you know. Another one, another one, Game Informer, like JFK has uh, mentioned here. That's okay. a big one. Go to that website, too. They'll let you know. Um, or subscribe to Game Informer. I need, I need to put you on a, I think I could do a friend's subscription where I, you don't have to pay. So I'm going to try to look into that so you get that sent to the house. Okay. I, okay see what, I'll see what Game Informer says about Smurfs. Smurfs. Carts. Carts. And then Super Smart. Sergeant Maul says there is an IGDB. So probably in game database on it. There you go. All right. Now we're going to wrap this show up next with what's on stream, people. Row, row, row your boat gently up the. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. All right. We got the good old guys at uh, Disney. My man, Diego Luna who is one of the writers, producers, directors, actor in this series. So we are breaking down Andor uh, episodes two and three today. So, John, where you want? You want to kick us off here? Yeah. So, okay. So I'm just full disclosure. I'm almost done with the entire series. We're doing episodes two and three with the recap right now. And I'm still trying to decide, like, my overall thoughts on this series because Uh my my thoughts from – from season or from episode one is this you know how different it was with electronic music playing in the background and that droid that bt b2 emo mm-hmm. and that guy's that little guy's gonna get crushed i think at some point still <laughs> i'm waiting for that why, why are you just gonna get crushed? you're gonna be like uh, because this game is weird or this game this the, this show this... has the main character murdering someone in the first episode spoiler alert well yeah uh, he's and, a he's a rebel Right, right. Well, not no well, not yet. Almost, maybe. Almost. He's like on this. He, he's in the early stages of being a rebel to the empire. It's the story of how he became like a rebel, right? Yeah. But um, so the guy chasing him, right? That one guy in the imperial. That guy right there just showed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy right there with Krill, the short a Skrill. Body. His name is Skrill. Skrill. Thank you. Skrill. That guy. Uh, here's my note from episode two. He's becoming more evil as the minutes go by. Yeah, he's like wanting his power so bad. Like he, like there you go talking to a dude. You could just yeah. sense it in him. It's like you could tell why the Empire recruited him and why he has a job there. Right. And as the series goes on, I'm waiting. Like this guy is going to have some sort of evil uh, position within this story. Um, but basically, Cassian wants to get out of town, right? Because he just uh, off to those two. Uh, police officers basically so he has yeah. to wait though for a buyer to come by this imperial um technology that he has that he, acquired that he stole that he stole I, I like to use the word acquired um and then but then that one and this this this, this is the note i wrote uh, who's the actor in that train spaceship thing? You know, like there's a spaceship that's like a train, and it's the main guy, like the contact. It's, the uh, What's his name? His his character name is Luthen. Okay, Real. yeah, he's pop. Luthen he's a popular Real. actor. I didn't look up his name. Yeah, Stalin Skargod. I think he's the dad of the the actor that played the, in the new It. He might be related to him. This same last name, Skargrad or Skargard, Stalin, Stellan, Stellan Skargard. So, so Luthen just- Real. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, but we just learned more about, you know, Cassian's backstory and how he's trying to leave and basically mm-hmm. has to wait for this guy who's going to end up, uh, as we switch to episode three, right, yeah. is is this guy that basically takes him out of there, but then uh, invites him to 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 go on the rebel side for a mission that they're about to have. Yeah, and before we go to episode three, though, but, you know, in, in two, you, you find out the story 
behind Cassian and how his hatred for the uh, empire, which as a kid, when, you know, they show the one scene where he's with his other natives on the island and that plane crashed. And then the alpha one girl goes and checks on the body, see if they're dead or alive. And the one wakes up and shoots her. And of course, that's when the hatred starts because he's like this unknown uh, person just landed on our planet. And now he's taking people out, you know, talk, you know, take my girl out. So that right there just kind of shows you why Cassian has that, just that down to the bone hatred for the empire. And it's more than just why other people hate the empire, you know, from all what they do from around the galaxy to people, you know, they torture them, they take, they control things and uh, uh, basically trying to, and be arrogant and throw their power around. So I think that's where you also see that, but finding out, you know, Empire's the bad guys. And with Shrill, that commander you were talking about, I think he is a glutton for power. He's gonna, he wants so much power to have people on the same page as him to go out there and in this now episode three, where they are looking for Ander or Cassian in the in the town and there's Luthen uh, real and so he's a double spy so he actually somehow works for the empire but they don't know what he does on this when he has free time when he could just go where out where he wants to go so now in episode three that's where you see um where Ander is looking you know to get away trying to get off the planet because of what happened in episode one and then this is where uh uh Ander's mom or I say not it wasn't his mom but they adopted him became his parents um, little buffer going right there. So you kind of seeing where it grew, that hatred grew, but then also how he grew up and how he was raised. And because everybody in that wasn't part of the empire was was against them pretty much because of what they were doing. Yeah. So that was uh, one of those things, right? So um, the little boy and and I, by the way, I'm going Andor. Amon's going Ander. Um, Just going by, by Luthen, the way he was saying it, and I think that, like I said earlier, off stream. The Empire is putting their own little little mystique to it. Uh, Andor. You know, All I know Empire, is I've, I've heard Andor. Ander. No. I've heard Andor on the series. Anyway, Cassian. You can say that. How about Cassian? Right. Um, so they show him in episode three, right, as a boy, and he gets on that ship. And there's this moment where he sees his reflection for the very first time. Because remember, he's just living out there in, in nature before yeah, that it's crashes. It's an indigenous culture. And much. then his mom, like you're talking about, his mom, uh, not really his mom, but becomes his basically adopted his mom. mom. Yeah, adopted, adopted mom. mom. Yeah, Mar Mar Marva, Marva Ander saves him. He sa saves him from that from that spaceship. And of course, Amand, if you notice, when he gets saved as a little boy, there that little droid was there. I'm he telling there you, there's the gonna time. be. He's gonna thing. go out. He's gonna go out hard, huh? That, I don't know. I don't know. That's my prediction. <laughs> and then my one last note on episode three really has nothing to do with episode three, Amon, but it has okay. more to do with the um, the way you watch Andor on Disney Plus. So okay. So Explain. the recap comes on. I usually watch the recap, right? Right. And then you can skip the 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 like the little Disney intro. The, the, Star the intro, Wars. yes. You can skip. Yep. Go right to the but next one. that skip intro button. This is my this is just a tiny thing I noticed on Disney Plus goes away a split second too late. So like the the cool Star Wars intro will start 
and there'll be skip recap at the bottom and yeah. then it starts and then the skip recap goes away. And here's why I don't like that because I like to watch in a dark environment with my Sono speakers on, you know what I mean? And when, when that, when that title screen, when that star Wars screen starts, I want that to be my movie viewing experience. It's dark, right? It's a dark mm -hmm. and it's got the cool graphics and the music, but that skip recap is white and it's very bright. And yeah. so it's very distracting and it's a small annoyance to me that that skip recap button doesn't yeah, go yeah. away by the time that that Star Wars intro rolls. Anyway, 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 I like anyway, it. I like it. So I'll pause, I'll pause the video there to go over, you know, so they're chasing, you know, the troops with Squirrel yes. uh, is now look hunting because they kind of know because Bix's uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, excuse me, uh, ratted Cassian out to the Imperial looking for a guy from the planet that he was from. And so now it catches up to where he's met Luthien and he's obviously asking him questions, interrogating him at the same time, they're getting tracked by the troops. And, uh, you know, it's just, I like how the town, because the town, you know, like I said, the empire is nobody likes the empire. So with the distaste, distastefulness of the empire that they leave in people's mouths. So they're actually warning Cassian and Luthien, that something's coming to them by doing all the banging and the rattling of the the, uh, the metals in the town and while before they get to where they're talking and they can negotiate or trying to figure out who, if he's a good person to go with or not go with, stuff like that. So I kind of like that because it just shows like, man, nobody likes the Empire. Literally nobody. And so here at the end, now you see uh, the town set up a little, this is like a booby chat pretty much and an mm -hmm. escape route, you know, so they get them out of there and now my man Skrill got to he's got to own up to his bosses. And we know like if we know how Vader is when people mess up. So, you know, it's not going to be good for him when he goes report to his boss because Vader, he just, you know, every time somebody, a commander messes up, he chokes him out. So he just lucky. I think he doesn't answer to uh, to Vader at this moment. <laughs> yeah, probably been force choked. Yeah, for sure. But I, I'm I'm so any I mean, last any last remarks on the show before we wrap up here. Yeah, I mean I'm liking this series. Uh, I'm still trying to decide whether or not I love the series. But like I said, I'm getting pretty late in it now. Um, um, so I'll have this wrapped up before we even get to the final episode. But I'm I'm liking it. No, it's good, man. It's something that uh, you know it's good series. When I saw it preview way back when Mandalorian was going on, and I'm like, man, they're just hitting us with literally everything and uh from all angles from the from the dark side to the light side because these this is sort of light side but gray you could say gray area because they were rebels they had to be spies they couldn't be seen they didn't they couldn't have their names um, put out there on front street they had to stay under cloak because just as the jedis was fighting up front and the troops were fighting up front the rebel forces that were known to fight the empire head to head you had this other sec group of people fighting them from behind enemy nine and doing, as they say, whatever they got to do, you know, even if they're killing people that maybe shouldn't have been killed, or maybe that wasn't part of the plan to be killed like the two guards in episode one, but mm -hmm. they were shaking him down. Like he he was innocent and just, Hey, but the last guy he shot, he made a business decision. He said, he basically looked at him and said, look, if I keep this guy alive, then it's going to be one more person that can go describe me. And, but he got found out anyway. But he, he, like he said, sometimes I had to do things. I think he says it in Rogue One. Um, I know I've, I've done things to fight this battle that I still regret. I still they keep me up at night. So he's aware of what he's doing, but he understands the greater of the good of why he's doing 
what he needs to do against the Empire, you know, and going eventually, as we know, it's the cool part. And it actually is another season. I saw something on IMDb says so gonna be another season of this. So it'll be two seasons Good. before we get to um row one part of it. So oh two seasons before the row yeah. one. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that was episode we just wrapped up the that would be me and the reckoning. The reckoning is when he's actually found and he's trying to get up off the planet and leave. Luthen will help him do that. So I'm excited. You already seen all the episodes. I'm gonna watch three or four or five this weekend and get and get caught up on it as well. But thank you for all the feedback and uh, without, real quick, without saying too much to end up my thoughts on Andor. Uh, like I said, I don't want to give away too much because as this keeps going, Amon, mm-hmm. there's some pretty cool stuff happening. So it I is. don't want I don't want to give away too much, but it's it's definitely is kept my attention a thousand percent. Yes, no, it did. I mean, Star Wars. You, you tell me Star Wars, and I'm you. I'm full, full attention. Boom. Um, so, all right, man. So thanks a lot. Chat been awesome. I think Er has a question. He says I have a question for you too. Here's the question, John. He said February twenty fourth, twenty sixth, local gaming convention in Manitowoc. Would you want to go and enjoy some fun online and offline gaming? Hmm. It's a long way. We could plan that out, John. So February 24th, let me write that down right now before we jump on it. February 24th and 26th, local gaming convention. All right. Con, local gaming con. Got it. Thank you, Eeyore. We will look at it, look it up, and uh, we talk. We game together too, bro. Um, Take a look at it. We'll take a look at it, see if it fits our schedule. So if we could do that. And I hope everyone have a great rest of your week here. We got Thursday night football going on here in Wisconsin, and it shuts the whole state down. Like one day, you know, Packers do football here. They it just the whole state is now don't know what to do because the game is now tomorrow. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so funny. But uh, real quick before we jump off, uh, got all the social medias on the bottom. So we are on TikTok, even though it's might not be safe to be on TikTok, like John mentioned earlier. But Amon Green Gamers Lounge, we are on TikTok posting images of the show from this or that game releases and what's on stream. So check us out there. And John, let everybody know where you can be found on social media. Uh, on Twitter, at John Audius Radio, like it says right here below my name, at John Cast Podcast. Oh, it went away. At John Cast Podcast, also on Instagram as well. And I'm still debating, Amon, whether or not spe- give Elon Musk $8 a month to get a blue check mark. I don't, I don't think I want it, to. I, I don't think it's that serious. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Eight dollars a month. That's a lot of money for him. He's got. He's got plenty. Well, because it adds plenty. up over years. It does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when you see your bank account in a month, you're like, "Wait, I spend yeah. this much? What?" Hold and then up. see your bank account in a year, and then two years, and then no. we're just constantly going to just give eight dollars away every single month to Twitter. I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, no. All right. See you next week, everyone. Peace yep. out. Brought to you by Bet Online. Uh...